This podcast is sponsored by Ball in Maidstone, your brand new luxury sports and gaming bar with American pool, table tennis, beer pong, live sports, delicious food and bottomless brunches. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, hope you're okay and had a good weekend. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. It's Monday, December the 6th. We're going to start with news that six people, including a 17-year-old boy, have been arrested as part of a murder inquiry in Tunbridge Wells. It's after a man was found fatally injured in Cayley Road in the early hours of Saturday. Now, men aged 25 and 28 are also being held, along with two 18-year-olds and a 33-year-old woman. The group are all from Essex. Police say they're keeping to hear from anyone with CCTV footage that might help with their investigation. Meantime, a taxi driver has described the moment he got caught up in that murder investigation. Saif Arain was in the area for a job over the weekend and claims to have been threatened and his rear window blown out. Other witnesses have also reported seeing men with knives break into a house. You can see pictures by heading to the Tunbridge Wells pages of Kent Online. Next, and our most read story over the weekend has been about an Aldi store in Medway having to be closed following what at the time was described as a medical emergency. Well, we're now able to confirm a woman was taken to hospital after police and ambulance crews were called to the supermarket on Duncan Road yesterday afternoon. It's understood the incident involved the birth of a baby, although that's yet to be confirmed by emergency services or store bosses. Shoppers in Gillingham were asked to leave the site at around 1.45 and three ambulances and five police cars were seen outside. One witness who contacted Kent Online has said she found a woman collapsed. We will, of course, bring you any further information we can on this story, but we do wish those involved all the very best. There's bad weather on the way for Kent, with Storm Barra due to hit the county. The Met Office has issued a weather warning for strong winds from 9 tomorrow morning. Now, it's all due to an area of low pressure moving across the UK from the Atlantic, which could lead to winds of up to 80 miles per hour on the coast. For Forecasters say it could cause some travel disruption. Annie Shuttleworth is a meteorologist at the Met Office. So those strong gusts of up to 80 miles per hour are, are likely across the, the south coast in particular of, of Kent. And they will cause large waves across coastal areas, uh, potential structural damage and potential flying debris as well. So there's a risk to life near the water as well. So it's advisable to stay away from the coast if you can, or uh, make sure you stay safe if you do need to be by the coast. Don't try and go out and take photographs of of the large waves or anything like that. Further inland, gusts uh, are more likely to be about 50 miles per hour, which is still quite strong for inland areas so that will cause some disruption to travel on on the roads uh, trains and and perhaps air travel as well in those areas as well as ferries too so it's likely that there'll be some delays to travel throughout tuesday uh, and tuesday afternoon and into wednesday so um, make sure you check check the forecast check your travel plans before leaving uh, to see if you might need to make any changes And throughout tomorrow, you can get the very latest travel news by following our travel blog at Kent Online. You can also get regular updates in travel news on our sister radio station, KMFM.
Kent Online News. Latest figures show Ashford now has the sixth highest COVID infection rate in England. There were 815 cases per 100,000 people, compared to an average of 580 across the whole of Kent. The number of positive tests in the county is continuing to rise, but hospitalisations and deaths dropped slightly last month. A sitting-born man's been cleared of causing the deaths of two Good Samaritans by driving carelessly on the A20. The 54 and 25 year olds who didn't know each other were killed moments after helping another driver following a crash near Swanley in November 2018. A jury's heard how a storm had caused a whiteout and they found 39-year-old Andre Robinson from Bruges Court in Kemsley not guilty. Police have dropped their investigation into an elderly man's death at Lullingston Castle near Dartford. 66-year-old grandfather Charlie Hilder is thought to have had rocks thrown at him last May and died from a heart attack. Two teenagers were arrested arrested on suspicion of manslaughter but we're told there's insufficient evidence to take the case to court. Now a new women only bus service is going to be running in Dover to make sure they get home safely at night. The Angel Express will be running in the weeks before Christmas. It's been paid for thanks to a grant from the county's police and crime commissioner. Oliver Richardson is a councillor in the town. The Angel Express is a new initiative uh, with grant money from the uh, police and crime commissioner uh, to take women from certain areas around the district into Dover uh, for a night out, night out in Dover prior to Christmas and the run to Christmas and also encourage the nighttime um, economy. It's just really to assure, to, uh, to reassure women really um, to, for, for this free service um, and, and literally sort of give them a night out on the town which people like doing with, safe, with safety because the police are at both ends uh, and the police will be accompanying the bus and the police will be, uh, will be at the pickup points and police will be at the drop-off point at Pensacola Gardens. Um, we've been working with our uh, Dover District cr- uh, Crime Partnership, Crime and Safety Partnership, um, and so it's really to reassure women that, that the district is a safe place and so is Dover. Uh, you have to book through Eventbrite on the website, uh, Eventbrite website, Angel Express, um, and also there are lots of um, posters and DDC have been putting out a lot of stuff on social media to show you exactly what the website to do, but yes, you have to pre-book it. Uh, this is very much a pilot at the moment and uh, we're trying to support the White Ribbon event which the council have just signed up for. Um, but we, we, we're in safety for all, our, all, all, all residents of the community. Um, and, but this is just literally a women's initiative to start with. Um, and if it goes well, then we could extend it properly. The Kent Online Podcast with Ballin Maidstone. A crackdown on drugs will aim to get 300,000 heroin and crack addicts in England and Wales into rehab and break up 2,000 county lines gangs. The government's 10-year strategy could also see awareness courses or passport confiscation for so-called lifestyle middle-class users. Prime Minister Boris Johnson says anyone who's buying drugs is helping to fund gang violence. The 300,000 problem drugs user. You've got to make sure that they're given rehab. You've got to come down tough on the county lines gangs. Uh, But you've also got to think about what's happening with the demand, uh, the economic advantage that is given to the drugs gangs 
by the lifestyle drugs users as well. Well, this is going to be the topic of discussion on the lowdown on our Facebook Live tonight. And we've been asking on socials today if you think harsher punishments would deter drug users. Well, David Parker says it's not the poor addicts that should be punished. It's the dealers and the wholesale dealers above them. If they got dealt with and handed out harsh sentences, things would start to improve, open up more drug rehab centres and deal with the issue. Paul Cooper has added, no, it's an addiction. They may need treatment to get out of the habit. And Arthur William Price has said, what about booze? It causes untold harm to millions, but that is perfectly legal. And Bethany Knight finally has said, I don't think it's the punishments that will stop a drug using crisis, dealing perhaps but not using. How about addressing the things that push people to use in the first place instead of punishing the struggle? I don't know one drug user who's okay. How about helping people before they get to the point of not caring about themselves? Users need help with treatment to get out of the habit, not punishment. More compassion is needed. Well, some interesting opinions there and you can let us know what you think and you can also have a say by getting involved by posting a question to our panel of experts when the programme is on tonight from six. A man's been arrested on suspicion of human trafficking after a group was seen getting out of the back of a lorry on the M2. Police were called and closed the London-bound carriageway between Chatham and Strood on Saturday night. Six people were found and handed into the care of the Home Office, while a 44-year-old has been questioned by detectives and released pending further inquiries. A driver, meantime, has been caught going at 100 miles per hour on the M2 with a child who wasn't strapped into a proper seat. Police stopped the vehicle during wet conditions in Medway yesterday. They've been reported and given a ticket. New figures show there are nearly 1,000 empty properties in Maidstone. It's gone up 7% in the last year and campaigners are calling for them to be put to good use to help solve the housing crisis. Around 870 households in the area are thought to be at risk of homelessness. Meantime, the level of house building planned for Faversham has been described as unforgivable by the town's MP. Nearly 3,500 homes are due to be built there over the next 16 years. Helen Waitley says she's extremely concerned about the scale of development and has written to council bosses calling for it to be distributed more evenly across Swale. Kent Online reports. Plans to build a new school for 900 pupils in Thanet have been scrapped for a second time. It had been hoped the Park Crescent Academy would be set up on the site of the former Royal School for Deaf Children in Margate. But bosses say they've taken the decision as secondary student numbers in the area have dropped well below the levels predicted when the school was first proposed back in 2015. The Kent Online podcast has been told around one in five under 30s in the UK will rely on charities over Christmas. The Salvation Army is warning many are behind on rent payments. Now it's found half of those who need to use food banks or receive financial support have children. Major Lynn Clifton is from the Salvation Army on the Isle of Sheppey. I mean we've supported quite a few people right throughout the pandemic but I think things have heightened in the last couple of months as particularly as fuel prices have gone up and the media has been full of that. I think people are very anxious knowing you know the cold weather's really coming upon us fast now. What we always try to do is just treat people with dignity and respect and any of us could be in that situation very easily needing a little bit of extra support and we're all here for for one another. We're getting lots of phone calls for people asking for support in various ways. People who are anxious about fuel bills, 
as well as the rising cost of food and how they're going to make ends meet and make Christmas a happy time for all of their family. A detailed digital model has been created of Rochester Castle to help with conservation work. Images were taken from drones as part of an English heritage scheme. The model will be used to monitor the castle's deterioration to help with maintenance planning. And you can see some of those incredible images by clicking on the story at Kent Online. £13 million could be spent on transforming two villages in Medway into tourism attractions. Bosses will consider plans later this week for holiday accommodation and a water sports centre at St Andrews Lakes in Hawling, as well as a new winery in Cuxton. But concerns have been raised about the impact on wildlife. Now, also at Kent Online today, you can take a look inside shipping containers which are being used as workspace in Medway. Box City has opened its second site with 52 rentable units equipped with electricity, heating, aircon and Wi-Fi. Spencer Fortag is a sales and marketing manager. He's been chatting to reporter Alex. Box City was born out of an idea to provide affordable and flexible workspace and office space for new businesses, startups, and especially those businesses that are making that progression from working from home to wanting their own identity and their own premises. Um, and who do you hope you will bring in to? So in Box City One, that was our first project over in uh, next to Beagleland in Strood. We seem to attract a lot of creative types, so hairdressers, beauticians, but we also had people that wanted office space, so architects and, and accountants. And really, we're hoping for the same sort of eclectic mix here uh, at Box City Two in, in Medway City Estate. So we already have. Uh, five people that have taken uh, up units here and they range again from people like barbers to people who want office space. So we are super open and, and very flexible and really looking to attract all types of businesses to our box city. And sort of what facilities are on offer here and sort of how does it work if you were going to rent a space? Uh, the unit that we're standing in now is, is, is our, our standard size. It's uh, 20 feet by 8 feet. Uh, it gives you enough space really for a two desks and some seating area for your visitors. Uh, next door, uh, uh, Joe the Barber uh, has, I think, three chairs. So there's ample space here, really. We provide a, a, a white wall, fully fitted unit that has the scope and capacity, really for you to put your own stamp on it and, and really design it as you can. So it, it's very much a blank canvas. Where did this idea come from to use shipping containers and use them in this way for businesses to come and rent? Shipping containers, it, it's not necessarily a new idea to use shipping containers for you know either office or workspace or some sort of residency. So we looked at other sites in and around London, you know, areas like Camden and, and Shoreditch and Croydon and really took the best parts of those ideas to bring over to Medway. I know you mentioned sort of it's very sustainable and recyclable and you can, it's all very environmentally friendly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly that. The, the boxes are, you know, predominantly the ones we use are used shipping containers that are literally sitting around in a storage yard uh, waiting to be sold. So we're taking something that is pretty much redundant and giving it a, a new lease of life. Hairdressers, accountants and architects are among those using the containers near Diggerland in Strood and now on the Medway City Estate. Ed Sheeran is back at number one on the Kent Top 40 with Alex and Numi on our sister radio station KMFM. Overpass Graffiti has taken the top spot from Adele's Easy On Me, which is now at number three. Everywhere by Joel Corey and Mabel is at number two and the show will be back next Sunday. And finally today, a Faversham family who found fame with their songs during lockdown are back. The Marshall 
Welsh household have recorded a rendition of Mac the Knife to raise money for Prostate Cancer UK. Here's just a little taster. And you can see the song in full by heading to the website. Well, that's all from us for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And you can also now get access to the ad-free Kent Online premium site. To do it, just head to kentonline.co.uk forward slash subscribe. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Ball in Maidstone, your brand new luxury sports and gaming bar with American pool, table tennis, beer pong, live sports, delicious food and bottomless brunches.